You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. You're listening to episode 153 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, this is going to be a kind of a difficult episode, I guess. Uh, Nothing to do with me personally this time, but as you may or may not be aware, this past weekend, Lynn Shelton lost her life. Well, she died. How do you know her? Well, she's a uh, a, a director of television and film. She was also the most recent uh, life partner of Mark Maron. And as you know, Mark Maron has been kind of the guiding force of the Soul Forge podcast. I first discovered him probably four or five years ago when I was going through uh, getting over a heartbreak of my own and I started getting into Zen and Buddhism and um, life affirmation thoughts and and just trying to uh, get past a difficult time in my own life. So I looked up Zen podcasts, and I came across a list of 10 or 15 different podcasts, and at the end of the list, uh, it, the guy who had made the list said, um, there's the Mark Marin podcast, WTF. It's not a Zen podcast per se, but it, it does have a lot uh, to do with life and spirituality and growth and progress and all that stuff. So I, I downloaded several of the different podcasts, um, I can't remember what any of the Zen podcasts were. They were all pretty crappy. But this Mark Marin WTF podcast really struck home with me. And and the first episode, actually, that I listened to uh, was a guy... See, the whole process or point of the WTF podcast is at the beginning of the show, Mark talks about uh, something about his life, usually his cats or uh, whatever comedy thing he's doing at the time. And whoever he was interviewing on this specific episode, the guy was talking about his mother and the uh, the messed up relationship that he had with her. Because each episode features an interview with a different person, either an actor, a comedian, a director, a musician of some kind, just all kinds of different people. He's got over 1,100 episodes. The episode that I listened to just really struck me. And so I got I didn't listen to any more of the Zen podcasts and Mark Marin's podcast, WTF, became my go-to podcast. And this past weekend, he, he lost what I would consider, and I, I think, well, in, in fact, he said himself, uh, the love of his life. A few months ago, Lynn came on the podcast at the beginning when he does his preamble before the interview of the day. He had been mentioning her in little bits and pieces here and there, so uh, if you were paying attention, you knew who he was dating. He didn't always say it. A lot of time it was hinting at it and, and that kind of thing. But 
there's one episode which came out. I'm just going to scroll down the list here of his podcasts because he always has the most recent 50 podcasts available for listening to at all times. And on March 26th, episode 1109, he was interviewing somebody named uh, Kathy Valentine. But what happened was, uh, in the previous few episodes, he had been talking about how he was living through the, the quarantine with the whole COVID thing, and he, he did this and he did that. And we all knew that, of course, he was in, under quarantine with Lynn, but he didn't mention her. And so what I'm going to do, actually, is I'm going to play this part of episode 1109 of the WTF podcast, because their interaction is fantastic. So sit back and you're going to listen to this for maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's 10, I can't remember. And then I'll come right back. I have to start saying we, because there's been an issue that we're going to get into in a minute. Look, the thing is, most of you know that I've been dating this woman, Lynn Shelton, who directs movies. She also directed my last two comedy specials, a couple episodes of Marin, a couple episodes of Glow, but that was before we started doing this thing. Well, she was working on something in Boston. She's living down here in L.A. now. She's getting her house set up when she went to Boston. But that got canceled. Now she's back here. And she's been in my house you know, for fucking weeks. But she did have a good point, And I think it's something we all need to talk about. So here's what's going on. Lynn Shelton uh, is staying with me here at the house. And, you know, we're getting through this together. And um, she, like, listens to the podcast. Now, I don't understand that. I get it. It's nice. She was a fan before, you know, we started whatever we're doing. But, like, I'll do the podcast. Like, this one comes out today. And by the end of the day, she'll be like, well, that was nice what you said about me. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm with you all day long, and now you, I'm with you, and you ha- you're listening to me? I mean, it's a little weird, but I've dealt with it before, but usually not in the same fucking house. So, it's good, though. I'm glad that you like me. What Lynn Shelton is in the room right now, which I can acknowledge, which is part of the problem, because the other day she listened, and she was kind of like, there was something wrong. You know, we haven't been seeing each other that long, but this thing is really, you know, a day is a week. In relationship time and quarantine, one day equals one week. So I can tell when there's something wrong. And I'm like, what's going on? So I don't know. See, I'm still talking like you you weren't here, which is part of the problem. So what was the problem the other day? Lynn Shelton, the dire- f- film director, director of me uh, in several different projects all right so what happened so i i you know have to wait till you're out of the room or we're in different floors yeah to listen to your podcast because yeah. you don't like to hear yourself so yeah so i think you were downstairs making breakfast and i was upstairs in the bathroom and i turned on the I was taking a bath or something i don't know uh-huh. and i was listening to your intro from monday yeah. and um you know you started out with this nice message about you know trying to make sure that to the people about how they should stay connected to each other and, you know, reach out to people who might be, you know, in, in need and all this and sort of talking, you know, about in general, like what it's like life uh, in under quarantine. And then you painted this very detailed 
portrait of your life yeah. in quarantine. And, you know, the thing is that specific in that particular context, it struck me <laughs> because I think it's really it's got to be a really different experience to be actually isolated and completely alone. Right. Right. And some people are. And yeah. I know people who are and right. who are really feeling extra disconnected yeah. from other people. Uh-huh. And I particularly I'm specifically grateful to have somebody to be going through, you know, with this. Oh, my Who's God. That? He's who are you with the hammer? Uh, you. Oh, I'm with you. And um, and so I just it was it particularly struck me because as you were painting this portrait of yeah. your life, yeah. it just sounded like you were all by yourself. You're, is that really true, though? It is. You said I every like I'm 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 stockpiling on a food. Yeah, doing a lot of cooking. Yeah, I'm reading. Well, I'm not really reading that much, but I am. Uh, you know, I'm watching. So I saw a great movie last night. Cassavetes, yeah. uh, right. uh, killing a Chinese bookie. Um, you know, I did, I did do um, all those things. You did. You I did. did. And I and I'm spending you know a lot of time with my cats. <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> yes, that was how you wrapped it up. And I was like, huh, that is so curious because. <laughs> He just sort of, does he not know I'm here? Like, have I just become so sort of a part of the furniture that, that he doesn't now even that, register no, my presence? That, no. <laughs> that, see, this is a, this is an interesting conversation because, you know, I have this, I'm who I am on the mics and all the things I said were true. You just, you were there as well. And, I'm not that disassociative. Okay. I, I know that you were there. Uh-huh. I know we cooked the s- stock. You did the big stock. Mm-hmm. I know that we've been eating food together. We were cooking. We're eating popcorn. We're watching movies. We're both, you know, dealing chatting. with the cats. We're chatting. We're doing the stuff, you know, the dirty stuff. You know, we're doing, you know, I, we're having a full life here in quarantine. Too full, even. A lot of time to fill. I'm getting work done out here, but mostly, you know, you're in the house, I'm up here, you're meditating, whatever. The issue is, yes, you're here and and I'm experiencing that. Why? The question is, why did I not acknowledge that more thoroughly? All you need to do is just say we, that's all. An occasional we. I am my own man. (laughs) Now I will explain to you what that's about, is I'm in the habit of that. Because, and I really think it is a habit, you know, once I get out here and I get on these mics, this is my experience with my listeners, and I think I am being honest. But the reason that I do that by habit is the last two women I've been with, they didn't want to be part of this. You know, they wanted to have their lives or have some control over how they're depicted, you know, publicly. Over the time, I've gotten into the habit of of doing that. It's you can. You're right. You can do whatever you want. You're totally not beholden. I understand to, why you're upset about it, and I and I and I think you're right, and I'll try to integrate it. But I think some okay. of it was also me protecting myself against the inevitability of everything being ruined. Like you know. Well, it, I remember. I remember if you listen to the arc of of your podcast over the years. Yeah. There was, I believe, I believe a time when you were perhaps where you got in trouble because you revealed too much right you would tell a story from a relationship that well yeah but you know but anything's too much but the thing is it's like uh, okay so we're having this thing and it's good and we're having a nice time and you know we you know we both broke up with people and you know there's a story you know there's backstory but whatever but the truth is is that 
the more publicly you live your life here, the more I talk about it. If it goes wrong, if it goes bad, it's a heavy trip. Now, obviously, you know, I'm not going to, you know, people knew about my last relationship, even though it wasn't that we didn't, I didn't talk about, you know, every, about her a lot. Specifically, I talked about us a bit, but then when it ends, then all of a sudden you got to figure out, well, how do I handle this? And I had to do it very respectfully and not bringing her into it hardly at all. And that's the way that, that, that went. So like when we break up, it's going to be a fucking disaster. Cause now, <laughs> now look, everyone knows your laugh. Now you're on the show. They know we went through quarantine together. We made soup. And then when it all goes to shit, they're going to be like, is that the one you made soup with during quarantine? Yep. But it sounded like you really liked her when you had her on that time. I know, but you know, things go wrong. Well, what went wrong? What is it that important? Yeah, we all knew her. Everyone knows her. <laughs> Your mom will be angry at you. My mom is like, are you still with her? Yeah. Are you still in love? Yes, everything's going good. I that's she's amazing. How is she doing? How is she putting up with that? How is she still with you? She's really leaning into it too. Like I've been like in the last relationship she wasn't like that. But now she's sort of like, really? I'm like what is, what's with the tone? <laughs> All right. So look, I um were you a Gogos fan? I was a giant Gogos fan, yes. Listen to me segueing like it's a fucking radio show. <laughs> because you're in luck. Uh I don't know if you know who Kathy Valentine Really? Is. Why? Kathy oh. Valentine did. Kathy Valentine? She's here today. That's yeah. amazing. The bass yeah. player from the Go-Go's? Yeah, she's here today Holy on the show shit. with you and us. Wow. Yeah, I'm just so, that's great. You're a Go-Go's fan. Um, it's true. You're mm-hmm. going to hear me talk to uh, Kathy Valentine shortly, like now. Uh, her memoir is called All I Ever Wanted, which comes out next Tuesday, March 31st, and you can pre-order it now. The Go-Go's documentary premiered at Sundance in January. It will be on Showtime later this year. This is uh, me and Kathy Valentine. She was lovely. I gave her tea in the kitchen. We're not co-hosting the show. (laughs) All right? This is me and Kathy Valentine talking without Lynn here. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, that that was something that I think most of us can relate to. As a podcaster myself, I can definitely relate to it because a lot of times uh, you, you don't want to have what's going on in your personal life in the podcast. Sometimes you do, but not always. Some people like. Some of my partners have liked being on the podcast. Some have not. It's uh, it's one of those things, and I can relate to Mark so much. He's uh, he's about I think thirteen years older than me. Uh, he's kind of like the brother the older brother that I never had. See, I'm the oldest of uh, of my siblings, and I never really had a, a positive male role model influence because my, my dad had left when I was five, of course, as you all know. Uh, I had my grandfather, and that was great. Uh, but I'd always been searching for like a, a consistently strong male role model. And for the last four or five years, I guess the, the WTF podcast has kind of been like listening to my old brother and talking about his life because he's he's had a rough life he uh he's 20 years sober but he was heavily into drugs and alcohol and all kinds of stuff nothing i can relate to uh we haven't lived a similar life he had a lot of anger issues but he's had a a string of uh heartbreak he was divorced twice never had any kids i've had a kid and i've only had uh one marriage but 
although our lives didn't uh, match up, I could uh, I could relate to his feelings. And if you haven't listened to any of his episodes, he he reveals his personality in bits and pieces, and it's so relatable, at least for me, that what I've been doing is I've been stockpiling all the episodes that he's come out with. Like, I usually have between six and ten episodes that I haven't listened to yet. So I'm always, because uh, they come out, I th- what are they, Mondays and Thursdays, so two a week. So I'm, I'm usually about a month behind, uh, just so I always have that extra little bit ahead of me. I'm usually caught up on all the other podcasts that I listen to, but I like to have a bunch of WTF as go-to for the future. So what happened was um, this week's episode was titled Remembering Lynn Shelton. Of course, because uh, she passed away uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, this past weekend. And uh, when I heard the news, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm sure Mark is absolutely devastated. I'm sure her friends and family are too. But he had finally found the love of his life, finally found happiness, had it for a year, and then it was taken away suddenly, like without warning. So that's devastating, that's heartbreaking. What I'm going to do is actually play uh, the the parts of his podcast where he's talking about what happened. And I, I was listening to it this morning as I was walking and delivering the mail. And, and normally, I, I listen in order, and I wouldn't have listened to this probably for another couple weeks. But I jumped it to the head of the queue. That was the first one I listened to this morning. And holy crap, the emotion in his voice. Uh, I was I was delivering the mail, and there were tears streaming down my eyes because the emotion in his voice, the rawness, uh, it's just, it's it's heartbreaking. So I'm going to play that for you here, the intro to the podcast. And actually, what you should do is listen to the entire podcast because he interviewed her back in uh, 2015. That was the first time they met. Uh, I listened to the entire episode today, and their chemistry was unbelievable. So I'm not going to play the whole thing, of course, because it's an hour and a half. But I'm going to play the intro, and then I'll come back, and we'll uh, talk a little bit more. Okay. Hey, it's Mark. And um, I haven't been um, too uh, available lately. But I I imagine most of you know that that Lynn Lynn Shelton died... uh, at about uh, twelve forty-five a.m. on um, Saturday morning, she was my partner. She was my girlfriend. She was my friend, and I loved her. I loved her a lot, and she loved me, and I knew that. And I don't know that I'd ever felt what I felt with her before. I do know, actually. I did not. I have not. And I was getting used to love in in the way of, of being able to accept it and show it properly in an intimate relationship. I was so comfortable with this person, with Lynn Shelton. And I, and I'm not really that comfortable 
emotionally or otherwise, but I was. I was able to exist in a state of self-acceptance because of her love for me. And I made her laugh all the time. And she made me laugh and we were happy. We laughed a lot. We played Crazy Eights. We cooked food together. We traveled. We wrote. I'll talk more about things we did together, but I just wanted you guys to know because the last time I talked to you, I thought she had like strep throat. She thought she had strep throat. And we went immediately, she went immediately and got a COVID-19 test and it was negative and she met with her doctor online and, you know, we treated it as strep throat, you know, and, and uh, on Thursday I said, we got, you know, we've got to go in. We've got, I don't know why this fever isn't going down. And she made an appointment to go in the next day. So we were going to go to the doctor for blood tests on Friday. And then in the middle of the night, I heard her collapse in the hallway on her way to the bathroom. And I got up and she was on the floor and she couldn't move. She was conscious but delirious a bit. I called 911. They came and they got her. And that was the last time I saw her alive was on the floor being taken away. Then over the course of the day, there was never any good news. She got there. She was anemic. She had low blood pressure. She had internal bleeding. And I don't want to go into details about that day. But they tried very hard at two hospitals that were amazing. And they eventually had to let her go. They tried everything they could. They took her off life support and she passed away. I called the ambulance at around 5 in the morning on Friday and by 12.45 a.m. Saturday, she was gone. And I went over there. They let me into the hospital after she died to spend some time with her. And I did that. I told her I loved her. I touched her forehead. And I left. And now this process is happening. She was an amazing woman. She was an inspiration to so many people. So many people loved her. She was a very determined artist who just needed to put her expression out into the world in any way. Tremendous love for people, for her friends, for for her son, Milo. My relationship with her is, I, I can't even explain it. But I got to tell you, no one's got anything bad to say about Lynn Shelton. That's for fucking sure. She was amazing. Her movies were amazing. They are amazing. I've worked with her. Everyone who's worked with her loved her. And everybody's reaching out to me now, and it's really helping. And I'm so glad that, that Lynn was so well-loved because, you know, people are like, well, let's, you know, let's make sure that that, that guy's okay. <laughs> how's, how's the cranky guy doing? So this is what we do here at WTF, the podcast. 
when somebody uh, who has been on the show passes away, we repost the episode. We take it out from behind the paywall and repost it, not just you know out of respect or in memorial, but as a, a portrait of a person, a reminder, a, a reconnection with an artist, a reminder of, of who they were when they were vital and alive and connected and expressing themselves and talking about who they were and how they express themselves. Just that audio portrait of that time. And I talked to Lynn. This, the first time I met her was in 2015, August, August 10th is when it aired, 2015. I didn't know her and, and she had been offered to be on the show before, but I was nervous because I knew she had some affiliation with my ex-wife and I did not know if she was um, friends with my ex-wife or what that would mean, or I didn't know anything, but I needed to talk to her. I saw some of her movies. I wanted to talk to her. I was curious about her. So I said, okay, let's try it. Let's try it. I'm going to talk to this Lynn Shelton. I want to meet this Lynn Shelton. But I didn't know what to expect. You know, and at the time she was married and I was with somebody. But at this point, when I had this conversation, it's undeniable that we connected I mean, my connection with her is almost seamless. There was, you know, I, I have no self-consciousness really when I'm with her. I'm, I'm totally comfortable even in my infantile ridiculousness. The whole arc of me, infantile ridiculousness to cranky shittiness. You know, I was just always better. I was definitely a better person when I was engaged with her as a comic, as a guitar player, as a human as a lover, as everything. I was better in Lynn Shelton's gaze as an actor. And she was so great. But this is, you know, you can witness. You can bear witness to this. This is me meeting Lynn Shelton really for the first time in 2015, August. Enjoy it. You should enjoy it. And if if that didn't get you right in the feels, I don't think you're human. Like, it, it's indescribable. Because I've been listening to him for the last maybe maybe 400, maybe 500 episodes. Like I said, you, you get his personality in bits and pieces. Uh, I watched his show, Marin. It was a four-season show on... Uh, IFC? Yeah, I think it was IFC. I haven't seen the fourth season because I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, but he, he did a, a show about his life, a fictionalized version of his life. And you got a bit of his personality there. Um, he's got three comedy specials on Netflix. And the guy is so unique. And he's he's pretty much my, my role model for the Soul Forge podcast. Because he talks about himself... He, he's not afraid to uh, be raw and open and emotional. And he'll say that he cried when he watched the movie or when he saw something or whatever happened. And he's always talking about his cats. So it's, uh, wow, it's just, it's something else. Um, in, in all this talk, what I've forgotten to do is play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network. doesn't really fit into uh, the emotionality of this episode, but I'm going to do it anyway because we're supposed to. Here you go. Hey everyone, this is Carrie the Metal Geek, and I would like to invite you to hang out with myself and my fellow Metal Geeks as we have all kinds of discussions about heavy metal, films and TV shows, video games, theme parks, comic books, and whatever else is tickling our geeks. 
please visit our website at metalgeekspodcast.com and follow us on all the social medias, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Metal Geeks. We are also proud members of ESO Network, so you can check everything out at esonetwork.com. Keep it metal, keep it geeky, stay safe, and see you on the next episode. So go check out that podcast. Uh, but what you really should do is check out the WTF podcast. Listen to the Lynn episode that just came out on Monday of this week. Um, li- listen to all of his episodes that you can. Uh, he- he's got the the last 50. Uh, the other ones are behind a paywall. But um, it's, it's probably worth it. I haven't listened to the very beginning ones because I'm cheap that way. But... Man, oh man, I, I can't even describe it. Um, so if, if you don't even know who he is, uh, and, and you've just heard the clips that I've played, I, I'm sure you can relate to the the emotion, the rawness, all of the things. Um, I'm just going to go to Lynn Shelton's wiki page here and tell you some of the movies that she's directed. Uh, she directed We Go Way Back in 2006. In 2008, she did What the Funny... Also in 2008, she did My Effortless Brilliance. Hump Day was in 2009. 2011 brought us Your Sister's Sister. 2013 brought us Touchy Feely. Leggies came out in 2014. In 2017, Outside In. And her last film in 2019, with Mark Maron actually in it, uh, Sort of Trust. And she's directed all kinds of different television shows, like uh, Mad Men, New Girl, The Mindy Project, Fresh Off the Boat, Master of None, of course, Marin, uh, what else? Uh, Glow, which is a show that Mark Marin's in on Netflix, actually, The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. He's uh, the main man character in it. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty great. And I think the fourth season comes out maybe this fall? I'm not sure. But uh, it'll be the last season, I think, of Glow. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a real shame. He he'd finally found what he was looking for, and it's just it's just awful. So what I'm going to do now is actually play the last part of his podcast. See, he 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 had a a bit of a he had the intro which I played already, and then he had the replay of the interview from 2015 and then he came back at the end and wrapped it all up so i'm going to play that for you right now and then i'll come back and wrap it up as well that was lynn shelton and me august 2015 did you feel it did you feel it when she left that day i called up brendan mcdonald my producer and i said i i don't know what just happened man but in some I could see some alternate reality that, you know, I was with her. There is an alternate reality where I'm with that person. I could have been with that person at some other point in time. And that alternate reality became the reality for like the past year. You know, after I talked to her on the podcast, you know, I wanted to work with her. She couldn't do the first season of Marin, but she came in on board on uh, the final season of Marin and did a couple episodes. And then by coincidence, we were on Glow together and we'd constantly talk. We always engaged. I lit her up. She lit me up. And I love talking to her. I loved everything about her. 
so good at everything. She was so good. She could fucking sing, you guys. I mean, we used to sit and play occasionally. I get a little shy, but we were finally breaking the kind of let's hang out and sing songs ice. And she had a voice. She would sing every day in the bathtub. Every day she could sing. God, she could sing. And she created films that were so intimate and so personal. And so she's so acutely sensitive to, to who people are and how to get who they are out of them. And I'm not, I'm not saying that just because I'm projecting. It's true. So we worked together on Glow. And then she, I asked her to direct my comedy special, Too Real. And then she wanted to make a movie with me, but we never got around to finishing it. So she created sort of trust with Michael O'Brien. And I was in that movie and we do a scene together in that movie, which is amazing. And then she did my last special that's on now, End Times Fun. But I got to be honest with you, you guys, going over, I can't get certain things out of my mind. Sadly, the good things are there, but the bad things are just too close right now. And I, I don't even know if I should be out in public talking. But this is what I do. And this is where I'm at. And there's no right or wrong with the grief. It comes in waves. I just know that this person has touched so many lives that Lynn Shelton is so important, so inspirational. And so she was so kind and so charismatic and, and full of joy and positivity. And it, it shouldn't, I mean, shouldn't everyone be so lucky to make, you know, that kind of impact on so many people, so many lives, so many people loved her for so many different reasons. Strong woman role model, but just also just, you know, basically a decent person, a good person to all people she worked with. But she was also, you know, focused in what she wanted something. She figured out how to get it or to make it work creatively. But again, the outpouring of love and support for me, for her family, has been powerful. And uh, if there's anything she taught me, really, is that people do love me, that she loved me, and that, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. And 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 I realized, well, I, I was learning how to accept it, and I'm accepting it now. I accepted it from her, and I loved her, and I'm happy you all loved her. And so many people have such a longer history and such different memories. And I just, I, I hope you're leaning on those and that they're all good and that you, if you don't know her that well, you get familiar with her work. But the love coming at me, I, I'm, it's helping me. I've never felt grief like this or this bad. And my brother came immediately out here. And I had to say yes, even though I was like, oh, no, my, is this how this is going to go? I'm going to have my brother come over, and then I'm going to get COVID on top of this, and my brother might have it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm going to sit in here alone with my fucking sick cat. Lynn Shelton was an amazing person, an amazing artist, powerful woman, powerful, charismatic, joyful presence in the world, and she's gone. It's a horrendous loss for a lot of people. My heart goes out to her family and to her friends and Anybody who knew her. And um, I guess we'll get through this. I'll tell you something. You know, Lynn was already separated from her husband. 
and I was still struggling with feelings and I was trying to keep my feelings in. I was still seeing somebody and we couldn't really begin anything, but I had these feelings and I'm very good at not acting on feelings, to be honest with you. I can shut them down. I can shut them down. But I could not shut them down. And, um, and, and the thought of, of her starting some other part of her life without me, now that she could, was just too much for me to handle. And, and, and I had to make a choice. And I said this to her. I said, you know, if, um, if I don't try to honor my feelings for you, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. And I, and I did what was necessary to try to do that. And it was the greatest decision I ever made. And I don't have any regrets about it. I'm sorry other people got hurt. But now, whatever she gave me, it's, it's gonna stick. And it'll, it'll elevate me for the rest of my life once I get past this horrendous loss. I know that. She liked my guitar playing, among other things. She used a lot of the little riffs I do at the end of this show for the soundtrack of Sword of Trust. And uh, she encouraged me to compose a piece, a blues piece, which I did with Tal Wilkenfeld and had a bunch of pro studio guys record it. And Lynn was in the in the booth and I was just doing the guitar and looking at her, watching me. I was nervous to be playing with Doyle Bram Hall, you know, who was there too. And But this is... Uh, this is how we're going to go out today. Joyously, this will take flight. I can't. Ne- I will never forget all the beautiful things. This is new boots. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, a very emotional episode today. Uh, I didn't want to wait the the week or two to hear that episode. I needed to hear it right away. Uh, I was kind of preparing myself for for realizing that it was going to be a very emotional show and and it was and I'm I'm sure if anybody saw me they were probably thinking what's wrong with that guy but uh, I had to listen to it and I hope you get something out of it like I I did Um, I I don't know what else to say about it really Uh, I, I know it's mostly his podcast pieces that you listen to on this episode but I I had to I had to bring this up. I was going to bring up the the first part actually two months ago when he first uh, really acknowledged her on the show and she was on it as well and they had that little uh, little talk that was a lot of fun and it showed their chemistry. And I like, wow, that's amazing. That's, that's sp- terrific. And I, I almost did a podcast on that little bit, but I, I didn't and I let it go. Um, so I couldn't let this one go because it's... Uh, it's too emotionally gut-wrenching um but yeah so so that's uh i was gonna do something else this week actually for a podcast but i i no couldn't do it i had to uh had to acknowledge this and uh i'm I'm sure most of you if you're big into podcasts you know about wtf if not check it out subscribe to it uh i highly recommend it you learn a lot 
and if you like hearing about cats then uh, you'll definitely love it but anyway that's that's all i got for now yeah i need to close this off hope you had a a good cry or at least felt some good feelings because of what you heard uh well not good feelings you know you know what i mean but anyway i'm just rambling now it's it's, it's time for me to go uh hope you have a great rest of your day and until next time remember i've never met a strong person who had an easy past Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links, and don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.